Hello, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor of Neuroscience at the University of Arizona. Our guest today is Dr. Suda Ram, Professor in Management Information Systems at the Eller College at the University of Arizona. Welcome, Suda. Thank you, Leslie. It's a pleasure to be here. Suda, what does the term big data really mean, and why is it getting so much attention right now? The term big data is very interesting, and uh, a lot of people focus on the word big, which is important because there's a lot of huge volumes and quantities of data coming out from Facebook and streaming air quality sensors and Twitter and other sources. But to me, the most interesting parts of such kinds of data are really the timestamp that's associated with each of these pieces of data and the location that comes as a part of the data. For example, with Facebook, you know when someone is posting, you have an exact timestamp. You know, with Twitter, there's a timestamp associated with it. With Amazon reviews, there's a timestamp. And very often, you also have a location from where people are posting reviews or comments, or even with air quality, you know exactly where the location of the streaming sensor is. And that's really, to me, the crux of big data, the timestamp and the spatial location. And so I think the timestamp and the location, when you start to put those together, it reveals a whole bunch of very interesting patterns because people and objects are leaving their digital footprints. And when you start tracking those digital footprints, you can actually use it to predict where those footprints are gonna lead in the future. And that's probably one of the most interesting things about big data. I had never thought about it that way, that it's not just big, it's different data yes. from what we've had in the past. So tell us how you harness it and then how you extract this, this value from it. So there's another thing associated with big data, and that is these digital footprints with the timestamp and location. Um, this is coming from many different sources, um, so from wearables, from things um, like from cars, you know, the smart cars that Google is developing, that's based on big data because it's tracking locations of people, things like that. Um, and, you know, smart refrigerators, which can track the rate at which you're consuming your milk and place orders with grocery stores. Um, so there's a lot of marketing-related things, value that you can extract, but more interesting than that, I think is really you can use big data to make drastic changes in healthcare. For example, um, we can use social media data, looking at posts that people make on Twitter, uh, combine it with electronic health records that tell us about people's health history, combine it with air quality streaming sensor data, and we can use it and incorporate it with machine learning techniques, which are quantitative algorithms uh, for looking at patterns. And we can use it to predict, for example, how many people might show up at an emergency room with specific types of complications like asthma or other respiratory conditions. At any given time. At any given time. So you can look at the past seven days data, for example, from Twitter, from air quality sensors and electronic health records, and use it to predict the next 48 hours which can be very useful in helping the hospitals set their um, schedules to make sure the right kind of physicians, the right kind of equipment is there. And it could really save multiple lives if you can plan you know, 48 to 72 hours in advance. 
this is just amazing. I can imagine many other applications once you start to know how to handle and, and deal with such kinds so, of information. It's very exciting. Exactly. Like in education, for example, you know, on our campus, everybody uses a smart card um, that can be used to enter different labs and the tutoring center, the rec center, things like that, the library. And so if you look at the timestamp and the locations where these cards are used, um, you can use it to understand people's movement and behavior. And then you can use it to actually figure out if how socially integrated someone is, how well integrated they are on campus, how their networks of interaction change over time. And we've used it to predict, uh, for example, which students are at risk of dropping out at the end of 12 weeks. So you don't have to wait till you get their grades at the end of the semester. You can start to see changes in behavior. And you do this in a very privacy-preserving way, so you can do predictions, which means you can actually bring them back into the fold uh, if you know that certain students are at risk of dropping out. Thank you so much. Our guest has been Dr. Suda Ram from uh, Management Information Systems at the University of Arizona. Thanks very much, Suda. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor of Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science.